Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the Deal. deal. Listen, to the deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Albert is number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Bob Stoffer with you. The second of back-to-backs. The Edmonton Oilers playing a thrilling uh, game last night, Denver, Colorado. One of the best games all season long. 3-2, the Abs ultimately won in overtime. Edmonton flew immediately following the game. For those of you that have been to Denver, you know that airport's about 45 minutes outside of the city. The Oilers rolled into the hotel here in Dallas at 3.30 a.m. No skate this morning on a back-to-back, uh, but they'll uh, take on a Dallas Stars team that... Uh, is in the mix, like Edmonton, for a playoff spot. Sports Club Stats now has the Oilers at 83.9% to make the playoffs. Dom Lucician from the Athletic at 94% to make the playoffs. The Stars, meanwhile, at 69 and 73%. That's an ongoing storyline we're going to follow. It is a game night. we got a jam-packed show. We're going to review last night's game against Colorado. Uh, Edmonton Oilers President and General Manager Ken Holland will join us today at 12.15 for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. Mark Spector at 12.35 and at 1.35 today, Bakersfield Condors Head Coach Colin Chalk. Here's how you get hold of us. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. We'll tell you that Tap 25 has a brand new menu. You can try it at 50% off from 2 to 5 every day, plus new daily food specials and promotions at Kitchen and Italia. The River Cree Resort and casino, uh, zero exemptions and open 24-7. Visit rivercareerresort.com. Uh, zero restrictions, I should say. Zero restrictions. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more. 
We're on Twitter, at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Tweet Brendan Escott at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. Our top story for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. The Oilers uh, ultimately lose 3-2 against Colorado. They only gave up 16 shots, five on five, against the best team in the league. Colorado got five power plays in that game. The Oilers only ended up getting a couple. Edmonton struggles on the PK continued, but it was an even Stephen game. As we go to the Oilers, now audio vault for... Direct workwear specialized to work with your business. Outfit your crew from head to toe in Edmonton and Fort McMurray. Cam Moon with the call last night. Edmonton Oilers have won five straight. They will take on one of the top teams, the Colorado Avalanche. Brought in on the left wing, Malone over to Cassian. Oh, and a save made by Kemper, and he held on. Gives it to McKinnon to Randon. Centering pass, chops it in. In pass, Smith on the second opportunity. Miko Randon, a power play goal, drops it to Dreisaitl. He'll walk in, pass, Yamamoto scores! Kyler Yamamoto! Have tied the game at one. Well, Connor Yamamoto's on a red hot run here, and Colorado's going to complain that there was a pick, and the Edmonton Oilers are going to see if Evander Kane was leaking on the play after he got cross checked right in the mouth. And what a look from Leon Drysaddle. Car has it right point. He'll go across. Rantanen will shoot it. Scores. Rantanen let it go. That hits something in front of the net, and it gets by Smith on the stick side. Not a difference in the games. This is the power play. Second power play goal of the game for Colorado. Edmonton's 0 for 2. Won't get it out. Good job. Yamamoto kept it in. He'll get it low to Kane. Scores! Evander Kane finds some room on the stick side. And this game is tied at 2. And we will go to overtime. Puck on the left wing. Kane had it in his skates. Didn't know where it was. Trying to get it back. He can't. Here's a 2-on-1. McCarr to McKinnon. Scores! That was a hell of a game. Really no other way to say it. Here is Oilers interim head coach, Jay Woodcroft, on the loss last night to the Avs. I thought it was an excellent hockey game. We were right there, had chances to win it. Um, went to overtime in a three-on-three situation. Had a player lose a helmet, overskated a puck, and ended up in the back of our net. But I'm proud of how we competed tonight. Got a lot of really uh, good efforts. There were a lot of good hockey players out there. Evander Kane and... Connor Yamamoto playing on the line with Connor McDavid. They were the best. I mean, and we'll do the uh, lineup report a little bit later on during the today's show because we do have Ken Holland coming up. But Connor Yamamoto now five goals, nine points in his last six games. Kane with five goals, seven points in his last five. Connor McDavid six, six, and twelve in his last six. That line is on fire. And Jay Woodcroft says Yamamoto was the difference maker last night. Uh, he refused to be deterred by anything tonight. And, um, he's not the biggest man in the world, but he plays with a ton of heart. And um, you know, it was a big reason why we got a point in a tough building. And uh, Connor Yamamoto had these thoughts following last night's overtime loss in Colorado. That was fun. Um, you know, it was probably one of the funner games you know, I've played in the NHL. So um, it was quick. It was fast. Um, Lots of plays being made. Um, you know, it, was, uh, it was a good game, but um, tough we didn't get the win, but um, you know, take away a lot of positives from it. And here are a couple of those positive takeaways, according to Yamamoto. 
just shows that we can play with anybody. Um, you know, when we're on our best, um, you know, we can play with anybody. So I think uh, we got to look at the positives here and um, take that. Speaking of positives, Cody Cece's up to plus 11. He's playing 2052, and, and I, I'm going to throw this out there in the Ashley Fine Flores text line. How many of you would suggest that CC has maybe exceeded the expectations that you had for him at the start of the year? Because when CC was signed, there were question marks, and I just would like to know how many people are like, you know what? CC's been pretty good. And the Oilers pairing of Nurse and CC logged uh, 22 and a half minutes each in last night's game. They had a lot of tough matchups. But here's Cody CC's assessment on the Oilers' effort against the best team in the NHL on the road. Yeah, I think uh, as a team, we were looking forward to this one. It was a good challenge for us. Uh, we've been playing well lately, and we thought this would be a good test. Um, we played well. We played hard. Uh, I think maybe we took one too many uh, penalties, but other than that, 5-5, five five, I thought we did a pretty good job. And the former Ottawa Senators first-round pick back in 2012, 28-year-old defenseman who played for the 67s in Ottawa growing up, Cody Cece says that last night felt like a playoff game. Yeah, I think that's the way we kind of uh, approached it too. Uh, playoff style of game, just try and keep it simple and uh, not give up too much. I mean, they're going to get their chances. They're some of the best players in the league, but uh, I thought we did a, a pretty decent job and uh, it was a good test. Let's face it, uh, you watched the game last night. If you're listening to a show called Oilers now, you're probably invested in the team on a regular basis. And the reality of the situation is Colorado pushes the pace like nobody's business in the league. For five consecutive years, they've drawn the most penalties. That's because they're fast. And uh, I'm not going to dwell on uh, five to two. I mean, there were some non-calls out there, whatever. The last night was a positive night for Edmonton. Miko Koskinen gets the start tonight. He's 10-1-2 in his last 13 starts, a 2.56 goals against average, a 9.21 save percentage. He'll be between the pipes in his career against Dallas. He's 3-1-2, 1.96 goals against average, 9.36 save percentage. He's stolen some points out of the American Airlines Center. Uh, Dallas... Uh, took care of business against Edmonton earlier this year. Skinner was in goal for Edmonton. They beat the Oilers 4-1. Now, this is a tough back-to-back. -to -back. I mentioned the team got in at 3:30. Dallas is also one of the best face-off teams in the NHL. They're second in the league at 54.8%. My experience has been with Edmonton this season. They struggle against teams that have the puck a lot because they win draws. That said, both Dreisaitl and McDavid at 54-plus percent are taking a lot of face-offs for Edmonton. When we come back in Oilers now, we will I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Up with Edmonton Oilers general manager Ken Holland a day after the NHL trade deadline. You're listening to Oilers now. 
subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chat. Everybody, it is twelve eighteen in Edmonton. Bob Stopper and Brendan S. Scott with you. One eighteen in uh, Dallas, Texas. While we have a moment here, uh, we are going to head into the Oilers Now lineup report. Brought to you by Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence. Find your dream home, sell your old home. Sold today. Edmonton.ca. The Edmonton Oilers will play the fourth oldest team in the National Hockey League, the Dallas Stars. They come in with a record of. 34-24-3. They've been a home show. They're 28-1 at home. Rupe Hintz up front along uh, with Jason Robertson, who's having a wonderful season, 30 goals. And Joe Pavelski, a 12-time 20-goal score. Tyler Sagan with 22 points in 23 career games against Edmonton with Jacob Peterson and Dennis Gurianov. Uh, Jamie Benn with Vlad Nemenstikov, who was picked up yesterday from the Red Wings. And Alexander Radulov has got just four goals. He's a pending UFA this year at $6.25 million. Radic so with just three goals this season, along with Raffle and Luke Glendening, who was a Ken Holland favorite, uh, spent eight years in the Red Wings organization, worked his way up from the coast. Essa Lindell with John Klingberg, who had three assists, played 26 minutes against the Oilers in the 4-1 victory earlier this season. He is a pending UFA. Ryan Suter with uh, Yanni Hockenbaugh. And then they got Hanley. With former winner Andre Sakara, Jake Ottinger is the expected goaltender. I mentioned the fact uh, Dallas second in the league in faceoffs. Um, they've got a minus three goal differential this season. The Oilers, by the way, are at plus fifteen. And uh, we'll get to Edmonton's lineup a little bit later on, but that's a quick look at the Dallas Stars. I'd like to welcome back to the show, and uh, we appreciate his time, Edmonton Oilers general manager Ken Holland. Ken, how you doing? Good, Bob. Nice to be with you. All right, thank you very much. Hey, uh, before we get to what happened yesterday before the game, just a quick thought on the game. Uh, I was a pretty good test for your hockey club, wasn't it? Yeah, I thought it was a tremendous hockey game. You know, uh, fast-paced, um, you know, lots of skill on both sides, and I thought, you know, the game was, was fairly even. Uh you know, probably they they got the two power play goals, two for five. We were we were zero for two, and both power play goals were sort of broken. You know, sort of good bounces by them. The one went off of uh, Smitty Stick and off of uh, somebody's leg and right back to the to to and he whacked it in. And then obviously Darnell Nurse sort of hit him on the upper body and went in. So but Smitty looked good in in the net. We battled, we competed, and uh, uh, I thought it was it was a hell of a hockey game. You know, obviously we'd like to have gotten two points, but I think you know we're get a point and and uh, it was the first look at Colorado who's the, who's the class of the west and, and and leading for the president's trophy so you know won the president's trophy last year so possibly the best best team in the league and it was a good test for a team all right Ken uh, let's uh, get to what occurred before the game yesterday is the NHL trade deadline day has now come and passed and and I'm wondering uh, first of all if you could provide an update on Philip Broberg because I'm wondering whether or not that played uh, a little I, I know your desire was to get another D, but did it accelerate the process for you uh, after Broberg got injured down on in the minors on Friday night? Where are we at with Philip Broberg right now? Um, basically, um, the doctors are telling us it's 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 an ankle injury. It's we think it's two to four weeks. Um, he's going to stay off for a week. 
Um, originally, when he got hurt, we were we were concerned that it was could be much more serious than, than what we've what it's come out. So we're we're we're, we're fairly optimistic. We're hopeful that it's going to be less than the four weeks. But uh, you know, he's off off for a week, and then we'll see where he's at a week from now. But uh, the two to four week did it impact uh, yesterday? Not really. I, you know, my thinking going into yesterday was that I, you know, this time of the year, you always I, I've always I've added lots of defensemen through the years. Um, I think you need to get, you know you need lots of defensemen if you if you're hope to, hopeful to go on a on a run and, and um, you know uh, I, I prefer the left shot I think because when you look at the right side we we got three established guys on right and then and then uh, Chris Russell can play left and right so he can slide over hopefully Broberg gets healthy and, and he can play left or right um, and then uh, obviously we played Montreal a lot last year. Um, you know, Brett Kulak is is mobile. He's six foot one, gives us some size. You know, he's basically you know he's 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 safe, steady, and he's going to move the puck and uh, makes us a little little bit deeper and a little bit more mobile on the back end. Did the fact that the Canadians and I know you gave up a second round pick, and some people would say that's a lot, but the fact that Montreal ate half the salary was that a big part of the deal because it allowed you to maybe make another deal to get another forward as well. Yeah, I mean, I mean, first off, if you're going to be involved in the trade deadline, you're going to pay. I mean, if you think they're going to pick up something for for six and seven, they don't pick, and they're going to come in and, and, and impact your lineup. It's, it's, I don't think it's going. To, I don't think it's a reality. Um, so if you want to, you know, Brett's a he's a legitimate top six defenseman, and we watched lots of lots of video and talking to our scouts and looking at analytics, and, and uh, you know, over the last while, he's played uh, quite a few minutes with Petrie in the first pair and against uh, other teams' first line. So. You know, you got a guy, a defenseman that, that can move up, move up the lineup. Um, you know, 29, 30 years of age. It's 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 hard to hard to find. So you know, once once we had the deal done for a second round pick, we talked to Bill Scott. We had a little bit of money left. We talked to Edmonton if they would sit on the deal a little bit, so we could see if we could. could shop around and uh, basically we were looking for someone that made I think under $900,000 and we needed a team to, to take up 50 cents on the dollar and uh, obviously found that in uh, in, um, in Philadelphia so um, the original deal was Lagason and then they, 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 they went to 50 cents on the dollar on uh, on Kulak, which freed up more cap space, and we got uh, 50 cents on the dollar with, uh, with Derek Bassard, and we were able to add two players. So, you know, it gets us deeper up front. You know, the Tyler Wright has known Derek Bassard since he's been 18 years of age when he was the director of player development with Columbus, and he was a first rounder high pick of, of the Blue Jackets. So, you know, and, and uh, Kulak, Glenn Gullickson knew him from his Calgary days. So, we, we, we know for sure we're bringing in two really good people into the locker room, and, and we know their character and, and we're pleased that we're able to get a little bit deeper on the back end and, and get a little bit deeper up front. Ken, uh, the reality of the situation is part of the reason why uh, you didn't, I mean, you didn't have a ton of cap space was because of Evander Kane. I mean, if, and does he need to be factored in? Well, let me ask the question differently. Can you have gotten any more? Like, Vander Kane's sitting here with 13 goals and 21 points and plus 13 in 24 games. Like, that is legit top six numbers. He's been as impactful as of an ad as there's been in the league, and there was zero asset required to get him. I mean, is there? Can you ask much more on what you got him? And no, is he I mean, he's been. I mean, yeah, none. I mean, no. I mean, you've said it. You've just 
just a mouthful there. I mean, we couldn't. Certainly, when when, I, when we did the deal, you know, when when I got the call from Dan Milstein after he was getting bought out in San Jose and started to head down that 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 path to consider it um, and everything that went that went into the decision certainly we felt that he was going to come in he could be a top six forward but but he's been you know a, a number one you know a top line forward uh, you know a, a guy that uh, can play 18 19 minutes and he's not far off a point a game and you know he's on pace for what over a 40 that's, that's stretched out over 82 games it's it's, it's on a 40 plus goal pace i mean that's hard to find. So certainly that, you know, and he's a $2 million cap number for this year. Now, obviously he's unrestricted at the end of the year, but for this year, he's been a massive uh, addition to our team. And, you know, I think, I think Bob, as I looked at our team, you know, I think I said this to yesterday, when you look at this, the 16 and five to start and then the two 11 and two, and and then, and then over the course of the last 26, 27 games, you know we've we've added Evander Kane and and uh, now it's, it's it's Josh Archibald and 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 I look at the growth development of Yamamoto and and uh, and McLeod's played 18 19 minutes some night and and uh, you know now we add Kulak and we add uh, Broussard and and uh, you know we've gotten uh, you know Skinner's gotten his his feet wet at the NHL level so we feel good if we got to put Skinner in he's played you know 12 15 NHL games and Ben Philip Broberg is on some nights played 21 22 minutes recently against Washington so we know that we've got some young people that are coming and, and pushing through the through the through the organization so going into yesterday I wanted to get a we were also tight on the cap and we were able to add two players I think for basically six hundred and twelve thousand dollars a cap space off and plus moving out to out, out William Lagus and so I feel good about sort of the growth and the development of our team over the course of the the first 62 63 games and now we're we're in a 20 game sprint here that we put ourselves back in a position to to try to either you know finish second in our division and and, and we gotta we gotta play our way into the playoffs but we put ourselves where we, where we control our own fate and, and we're, we're getting ryan nugent hopkins back uh, either it's not thursday it's saturday for sure and we're adding we're gonna add another top six uh forward and we can play third line center but we're i think we're getting deeper as we go along and, and we're growing Great stuff, Ken. Appreciate your time. Thank you for joining us here in Oilers Now. Thanks, Bob. You bet. That is Edmonton Oilers General Manager Ken Holland. And he is our Oilers Now headliner today, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. It is 1229 in Edmonton. We'll head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back in Oilers Now, Sportsnet spec Mark Spector for the horses in horse racing Alberta. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.